I'm here with a good friend of, of about 30 years, Bruce Pitcher. Um, Bruce, uh, to give a little bit of a history, um, was on extreme weight loss and at one point was, was around 400 pounds, uh, was able to go on the show, um, lose over 200 pounds, and is one of the few people that has been able to keep that off and make it uh, a career for himself. Um, so excited to have him, excited to finally sit down and, and, and talk with you. Um, we've been trying to set this up for a while, and, and today's the day, man. Today's the day. It's crazy when you say 30 years. I know, right? <laughs> That's insane, dude. It's, uh, it, it's crazy to think about, man. That really is. 30 years, dude. There's, there's not too many people that, I, that I've known for that long. No, dude. Some marriages don't even last that long. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I need to, I need to get, get out in the open here is I was listening to Hans and Scotty on the local radio the other day, and I heard them teasing their next guess and what do i what do i come to find out is that it's you uh, so i keep listening and you uh you dropped some breaking news on them at the end man tell me about that so i just said you know i told alexa to pull the goalie so we'll start uh, trying for a kid here Heck see yeah. what happens <laughs> that's awesome so, so uh so is is she is she with child or not yet not yet, not okay. yet. We're not. Okay. We're working on it. We're working on it. Hopefully, nice. I'm not shooting blanks. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, that's mm -hmm. that's a that's an exciting that's an exciting time. Um, yeah. Maybe we can we maybe we can kind of parlay that into um, some further discussion. So, I mean, let's go back. Like, let's see. When 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 were you trying to get on the show? It was like 2013. Right. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm gonna be turning 35. I was 29 when I got selected. So yeah. So what are we in 2019? So like 2013, 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, I mean, I remember, I remember you were, we were talking a lot, and you told me, and it was right around when I was was um, about to open up our gym. So that's mm. kind of at kind of around the same time. Okay. Um, but if we go back to, let's go back to 2013. You're, you're sitting at like 400 pounds. And I know you were, you were working to, to lose the weight even before that. I mean, I, rem I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but we went to, uh, we went to Gold's and oh. we were playing one-on-one -on -one for our cardio. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. We, were like, we were like 10 minutes into it and you just blew chunks, man. Dude, and I don't even know why, because it's not like I ever like throw up that much. No, I don't it know was what just happened. like we had worked out, we were playing one on one, and you just went over the trash can and, and lost it. And then I think we just kept playing for like another ten minutes. And yeah, I'm sure we did, because that wouldn't that wouldn't stop me from like wanting to go play some more. Yeah. So if we, I mean, if we if we took a if we took a kind of a timeline of 2015 or 2013 to now. It's crazy to me to think the, I mean, more than just the physical transformation that you've gone through, but I mean, when you were, you know, when you were 400 pounds, you, you know, you talk about dating, getting married, starting a family, having a career, these things. I mean, back in 2013, were, were 
you know, what was your mindset in regards to those kinds of things? I, I think in all honesty, back then, I think, I mean, I think I was just kind of like, whatever, you know, I think I was really living day to day. I don't think I ever, I think I was kind of just like, this is my life and it'll probably just be this forever. You know, living in my mom's basement, working at the gas station, um, coaching high school football, working out when I worked out, you know, go hang out when I hang out, you know. And I think that was just kind of my life. I think I was just set on that being it, you know. And I think um, I didn't – I think I knew I wanted to get married in some time, but I was kind of like, well, how am I ever going to be able to do it, you know. like. But in a part of me was kind of like, you know what, There's there's got to be more to life than – than this, you know, I think that always was kind of in me because I was always still at that time, and you know this, Sean is like, I still loved life, you know yeah. what I mean? It was it was crazy. I was always down to do whatever, you know, and I I think I kind of felt like there was more, you know, but I think I just didn't know where to turn to go to, you know. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it's interesting because I I recently talked to um, a friend that. Has, has always been kind of bigger and they mentioned that you know if they ever lost weight and things they it kind of scared them because that big joyous person becomes part of their personality mm-hmm. you know, like and you know all too well that you know everybody call you what's up big bruce you know and mm-hmm. you know big bruce becomes part of part of who you are and you kind of play into that identity mm-hmm. even, even though in reality you're you 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 struggle with that and don't want to be a part of that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and it's funny because we talked about in the coaching program, we talked about one of the life lessons is identity. And something that I talk about with um, the people I work with is don't wait to um, be who you want to be like after you lose the weight or during when you lose the weight. Like be who you want to be like right freaking now. Like live life to the fullest. Like, you know, if you feel like you're an athlete, go do that. And I, and I and I was telling them I said and and it's good that you're on this that you're doing this because you could back it up I was telling them, like I honestly went I was like I honestly thought I was a freaking baller like if there was basketball and I was 400 pounds I would show up to the church I was ready to ball out and I thought I was the man like nothing yeah. was gonna stop me regardless and I think that's a lot of the times with people that are severely overweight or a little overweight they're like oh once I lose the weight I'll be able to do this no you could start living that life. Like right now and yeah. start making that your identity. Tell yourself you're an athlete. Tell yourself you're a fit person. Tell yourself you're this over and over and over. Because the more you do that, the more you're going to become that person. And yeah. it's just like, let's think about it. When we think negative thoughts and we think other ways of like, I'm this, my life sucks, da 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 Then the way that you go throughout your day is that. Like if if you're always saying life sucks, then the way your demeanor is, life is gonna suck. Like the way you talk yeah. to people, the way you like interact with people, it's like. But if you come at life with loving it, and this is my identity, and I'm this, and I can get along with anybody, and all this, and have a good time, then that's what's gonna ooze out of you, and the day is gonna be better, yeah. regardless of what happens. Yeah. Well, so it's so, it's so interesting too. Um, there's a there's a book called it's called Unf Yourself um, by by Gary his name's Gary John Bishop but he talks about goals and how like goals are stupid because mm-hmm. it's like that's that's goals are something that we're trying to be in the future 
that we may never do. And like, just like you said, it's no, just start doing that thing now. Like yeah. do what you can do now to make that thing happen. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, if your new, new year's resolution or goal is, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym and it's, mm-hmm. and it's November, get your ass to the gym. Mm-hmm. Don't, wait till, don't wait till January to start doing it. Start doing it now. Make that your identity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and that's the thing that's so like, and, and also they need to not have lottery syndrome, you know, like, Oh, once I lose the weight, I'm going to feel like this. Once yeah. I lose the weight, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And once I lose the weight, it's going to be this. Cause it is a lottery syndrome. Like think of all the people that have ever won the lottery. We don't even know who the hell they are. <laughs> it's just like, we don't, I mean, we never hear the story of this guy that won the lottery is all of a sudden this, this, and this like, yeah. and, and you're exactly right. Like, you got to start doing it now and just making it a part of your life. I mean, that it's yeah. just like, it, it's, it's just, that's who you are. And, and instead of thinking about the exhaustion of it all, the negative of it all, think about that. This is what I do. This is who I am. Then it's going to take that away. Cause I think a lot of times people think, Oh, this is so exhausting. No, if you look at it that way, yes. But if you just look at it, like, this is what I do and this is who I am. Like you do, you get after it every morning and there's probably mornings where you're just like, F this, I don't want to do it, but you're just like, oh, I got to go. Like I was telling my group the other day, like I was like, you know, I do fasted cardio every morning and sometimes I'll get out of bed and I'll get out of bed all the time fast, but sometimes I'll get there in 15 minutes. Sometimes I get there in an hour and a half because I'm just like, oh, I hate this right now, (laughs) you know, so but it's that's but I know I'm gonna go do it at yeah. the end of the day. I know I'm gonna get walk through the doors and I'm gonna get it done. And the day and the days when it's hard are the days that you need it most. If you can, mm-hmm. if you can go to the gym or eat good on your hardest days or you know when you're not feeling good, like, then it then it kind of instills that that power and those habits in you, and it makes those other days easier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, you, you mentioned it in your book a little bit, just that, you know, there's no magic pill, you know, no, it's, no. It's, and everybody, everybody wants one, you know, I, you know, we both work with clients and they, they all, you know, they talk about how hard things are or, you know, how, how mm-hmm. I can do this or I struggled this week or mm-hmm. you know, I, I messed up and it's like, well, you know, what do you, what do you really want? Oh, I want, I want to lose weight. It's like, no, you don't, man. Yeah. Like, do you want to lose weight or do you want to eat that crap? Yeah. You got to dive into your why. Yeah. You got to know why, why you want to do it. Like, yeah. and, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's always like, I tell people it's so, it's because we're so comfortable in being like that, that kind of like, oh, this negative talk to ourselves. That's what I've noticed is it's uncomfortable to have positive talk to ourselves and it's uncomfortable to do things that like might have to push our limits. You know what I mean? In, in, yeah. or it's such a comfort of negativity. Like so many people, it's comfortable to be negative or it's comfortable to feel down. What's not comfortable is to like be like, oh, I can actually do this. Oh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to eat right today. Like it's like it's so absurd that our negative thinking is so comfortable for people. Yeah. And if you look at the like even in – not even in uh, weight loss or whatever, but just people in general, like they're so easily to be like, man, uh, if I'm just miserable and mad all the time, this is good. What's not, what's like hard for them is to be like driving in the car, let's say, 
it's backup traffic. People are idiots on the road, you know, whatever. It's so easy to be like, this sucks. My life at work today was so miserable. Da, 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 da. But what's uncomfortable is to be like, screw it, man. I'm just happy the window's down. I'm chilling, <laughs> yeah. pulling into my driveway. I'm, I'm coming home. Like, that's uncomfortable to walk through your house sometimes and just with a smile on your face instead of being like and, and acting like work was just so exhausting and this and that because it's like the normal. We feel so much comfort in the negativity. It's like the world. I mean, it's just the way it is. But yeah. same with transformation. Well, and, and you know, that, that mindset applies to all aspects of life, man. Yeah. It's just, and you know, you freaking put it on a shirt, man. You don't inherit your attitude. It's, you, you know, you, you, we have the ability to choose our attitude. Yep. And make changes. If your job sucks, you can get a new job. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. If, if your day sucks, you can make it better. You know, it's yeah. just about changing it. And then there's plenty of times where, you know, my kids will do something and I can, I can go, okay, I can get really mad about that. Or I can just be like, have a good attitude about it and go, okay, they're, you know, they're only five once and let's go, yeah. Yeah, let's go do this. Let's make it happy. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what kind of impact is that going to have on other people? You know, mm -hmm. If you're, if you're choosing to have a crappy attitude all day, it rubs off on people. But if you're walking yep. around and go, I'm going to have a good day today. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that exactly. People too, so. Exactly. It's crazy what the mindset, like, it's all mindset, man. I mean, people just like, they just, I mean, they don't get it. Uh, not that they don't get it. It's just like, cause I don't want to say people don't get it. It's just, once you switch that mindset to go into the direction you want it to go, you can accomplish whatever you want. You know, I'm not perfect by any means. I have so much work to work on with, with uh, the mindset. It's not even funny, but it's some, it's like a muscle. You just have to train it every single day. You have to train your mind just like you're training to get big and, and, or whatever goal you're trying to do. You have to train your mind too every single day. It's just like a muscle. Like, and there's down days. Like I've said in my book, take a sick day. You know what I mean? Like maybe that day you are mad. Maybe that day it is just you're a little bit down. That's okay. Yeah. It's just how you come back the next day yeah. and perform that makes the difference. You know what I mean? Like yeah. are you going to wallow in that forever or are you just going to be like, all right, this is my day to pour me whatever yeah. and go with it. And I, I actually learned that from like um, Stuart Scott in a way, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. I remember him saying something about that. Yeah, about his cancer. You know, yeah. he's all like, you know, I have my days where it's like, I just take a sick day that's just my day. I'm going to do poor me. I'm going to cry with whatever. Da, 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 da. But he's like, then I'm going to come back better than ever. And I just think that was so cool. It's like a reset. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I posted something just yesterday about that where, you know, if you're, if you're driving down the street and you get a flat, yeah. do you get out of your car and slash the other three tires because you got a flat? Yeah. Yeah. No, you fix the flat and you get back on and keep going. And it's the same. Yep. It's the same with you know your attitude, your your cheap meals or whatever. If you if you go you know blow your diet out of the water for dinner, don't go yep. have, don't go blow it out with dessert and then breakfast the next day and make turn it into a weekend. Then the weekend yeah. turns into a week, then a month, and then all of a sudden you're you know you're so far behind. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I blew that. Back yeah. on track, back on track tomorrow, and chances are there's no damage done. You know, it's just exactly you, know, you just keep on moving forward. 
you don't just blow it all out of the water. You just, you know, it's, it's the whole, you're, you're one meal away from being off your diet. You're one meal away from being back on your diet, you know? Exactly. And that's what's so, like, it, it's so funny because I heard a similar thing about that. Like, okay, if you're traveling across, if you're traveling, and like you said, you get a flat tire in the middle of it, you don't go back. If, let's say, you want to get to Florida and you start at California, you don't drive all the way back to California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you freaking fix your flat, you get up, dust yourself off, and you keep going. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like... And when you look at it like that, it really is like so much simpler. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, I screwed up because I screw up all the time. Because don't get me wrong, just because I lost 200 pounds doesn't mean that I've not had weight fluctuate or I've said I'm going to do something and I don't do it. Like where I've failed before, like that doesn't, it's just, you just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Because you never fail the transfer. The one thing about transformation is you never fail the transformation game until you just full on quit. Like literally just say, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. That's the only time you fell at it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. Um, just, just talking about mindset and, and, and you've alluded to it a couple of times um, at being, being, having the learner mindset and not the knower mindset um, where, you know, you're, you're continually trying to, trying to improve yourself and learn new things. You know, you, we should never stop learning or trying to improve, even if it's little things, even if it's just, you know, trying to have a good attitude every day or being yeah. a little 1% better every day. Yeah. And there's always things that we can improve upon and, and doing something for, you know, say, say we want to get better at meditating and clearing our head. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to start out doing an hour a day because that's no. really tough. Start out doing a minute every day. Exactly. Work, dude. Into, work it into two minutes, five minutes, and it's and then you get into the habits where it's like, okay, yeah, I, I got this, and you start reaping the benefits of these things. Yep. And it opens up the door for so many other things. Then you can go, okay, yeah, now I now I want to do this thing. Where do I waste Where do I waste time during the day that I can improve yep. on these other things? So. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, bless man. you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so without uh without i mean don't want to don't want to delve real dive or i don't want to dive real deep into to your book but i do want to talk about it a little bit yeah uh, for sure um it's a very i mean i obviously had kind of a kind of a front row seat for for a lot of it you know yeah. Uh, so just just a kind of a quick history for you know anyone that's listening that uh, Bruce and I have known each other for uh, like thirty years. We grew up together. Um, we've been friends since since childhood. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time with Bruce growing up. Um, went to the same schools all through school and and everything. So um, your book, Larger Than Life, is kind of just the the story of of your life and um you you talk about your dad um but why, why don't you just give a quick like quick overview of of the book yeah so <clears throat> um talk about my relationship with my dad talk about um obviously what i went through as a kid of being sexually abused from him and stuff like that which is which was probably the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my entire life no question you know getting that vulnerable in the book um is is hard i think and for people 
people that have read it, some of the feedback I've gotten is that, you know, they say the first 10 chapters are actually pretty freaking hard, which is weird when people say that because I'm kind of like, oh, really? Like a lot of people are like, that's a, that's hard to read, you know, I guess. Yeah. So it's not like it's just totally into detail of stuff, but it, I think it's just kind of like setting the tone of what it, what has happened, you know, what to pay attention to of people like that. But And then I kind of just go through – periodic things in my life there's certain chapters in there for people that from the outside that kind of saw things go down um their little perspectives of it and everything which is totally cool and then um and then it just kind of has like lessons in all of the, uh, as it goes along i think you know that people can take into their life and that's what i wanted the book to do is is to make sure like they didn't just read a book and just be like oh that was a cool book but be able to apply some things that they took from it and apply it to their life you know like give them tools to be able to to know that whatever circumstance they are in life, they can they can overcome it. You know, like life is so hard, but it's also what makes life so much fun. You know, that we have the opportunity to to be in it. So um, it's awesome. It's I I'm, I've never thought in my wildest dreams I'd ever write a book, but I think a lot of people that know me for a long time thought that would never happen. But it's crazy that it did. So yeah, um, think, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people are grateful you did, man. Yeah, um, because I mean, not only not only does it help people with you know their weight loss journey and and improving themselves. Um, yeah, it helps it helps people that could have gone through something similar as as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people unfortunately go through that and they don't come out of it like you did, man. You're uh, yeah, you're definitely you're definitely special in that sense where most people don't don't overcome that and and you were able to yeah Um, yeah and it's interesting because and i think i kind of mentioned this to you before that it was as i was reading it um i started off reading it with my wife and you know we'd read a chapter and then i'd kind of like expound and be like oh yeah i remember this or that and then like the next chapter we'd read about that thing it was kind Mm -hmm. of it's kind of funny but um, yeah, you know, I mentioned that I, I kind of had a front row seat to it. And I remember, you know, even, you know, in our early school years in like elementary. Um, I and, and thinking back on it now, it, it would have been classified as something different. But I think, you know, we all we all kind of thought, oh, yeah, Bruce has got a Bruce has got a short fuse, man. Like yeah. things would happen, yeah. like on the playground or we'd be playing football or something. And you just like lose it yeah you'd be like like, whoa whoa sorry bruce like yeah like we didn't think it was that big a deal but but now like thinking back on it it was like okay now it makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah okay bruce is dealing with all these other things and it wasn't because so-and-so said something or did something it was because in his mind he had let his dad down Mm -hmm. for that thing you know Mm -hmm. um so it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy that being able to kind of look back on those things and, and kind of see some new perspective on a lot of those things. Oh, even, yeah, that's one of the biggest things um, from my life. Like that was one of the biggest takeaways from the show and just the therapy that I had from it and stuff like that of just knowing like, cause it made, it made my life feel better because it made me feel like um like i was 
normal. You know, like it, it wasn't, I used to think, oh, there, God, there's got to be something wrong with me. Yeah. But then when he breaks it down, it's like, dude, that trauma and everything, that's what it, that's what it boiled down to. Because now um, I don't have that temper. I still have the temper like everybody does, but it's yeah. like, it's just different now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so different. It's coming, it's coming from a different place. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, interesting because you, you, you mentioned it, uh, in the book and I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the first time, but you, you talk about, uh, your suicide attempts. Um, and I remember, I remember one specifically, I, I was on my mission in Guatemala. Yeah. And for those that don't know, uh, I served an LDS mission for two years in Guatemala. Um, but I, I got a phone call one day from my mission president, which is kind of out of the blue. And, and he kind of had mentioned to me that you were struggling and gave me permission to, to call you, which is kind of not normal. <clears throat> no. Um, but, uh, but, it was, but it was around that it was around that time. And I, I think I don't, I, I don't remember really all the specifics, but I just remember, you know, being able to chat with you and that it was kind of a, it, it I mean, it was an interesting, I want, I want to say a, a special moment for me, but maybe that's the wrong word because it was definitely a, a trying time for you. Um, but I mean, there, there, there's obviously been times like that, in your life where, where you, where you've been, you know, at the end and wanted to, to, to call it quits. Yeah. Um, how do you, I mean, what are your thoughts on those situations now and how do you kind of reflect on, on those times? Um, well, so now it's like in, uh, obviously, you know, in a way it was the best thing and, and the worst thing, obviously. Cause I, you know, I ended up in the hospital finally at one time and, and that was a good wake up call. You know, it was good because I would never in my wildest dreams ever think of doing that because not only that, I think it's like, it would have been one of the most selfish acts ever, you know, like, <clears throat> so that's the way I've always looked at it is like, once I got in there and I started talking to people, saw my therapist, like it affects a lot of people, even as like broken as maybe I was at the time. People would have never known, you know, and, and yeah. people like they would have never known about my dad, what, what he did to me, you know, like nobody would have. Everyone would have just been like, oh, my gosh, what happened? There would have been speculation, obviously, right. but um, it just would have never been here, would have never been able to write a book, never been on extreme weight loss, never been, you know, all this stuff and yeah. just like what I'm doing now. And it's it's <clears throat> it's crazy. And I always say, like, you know, not to, like, bring religion into this or whatever, but I always say, like, when I talk and stuff that, you know, it's my faith that was the ultimate thing that actually kept me afloat, you know, and because and, people ask all the time, what is it? And I'm just like, you know what, it's my, if I, I say that at the end of the book, you know, I close with that, of like, it's my faith, you know, honestly, like, that God had a uh, bigger plan for me, and, and um, he was basically saying, like, Dude, you're not going anywhere, buddy. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and and that's just an opportunity of a lifetime that he's given me. And I always feel like I'm I'm live. I don't have a million dollars, but I always feel like, man, I'm living the million dollar life. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a cool. huge. That's a huge thing to to be able to to be able to 
help people just in that way, just by being yeah. around, you know? Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. If you wouldn't have been around, like you said, think of how think about how many people that would have affected in a negative way. But yeah. now, now, you know, who knows how many people you're affecting in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that's that's pretty dang cool, man. And I'm sure I'm sure you get, you know, feedback from that all the time. People, you know, oh yeah. Let, let you oh, know yeah. that you've helped them in a certain way. Yeah. And and that's the one thing like I will say, because suicidal thoughts are real things, and I think if somebody is going through that out there, it, it's and when they attempt, like they've said, it, it's more than anything is a cry for help, you know. And it's not a, and if they just need to not be afraid to go ask for help. It might seem like that they're that somebody is going to like do something or whatever, but that's the best thing you can do because help will be on its way, you know. And and it, and it might open doors to you that you never thought you had, you know. Like not that it opened doors, but it. It just, you you think that nobody cares, you know, at that time when you're in that dark, dark place, but you're, it's amazing how many people actually do care, you know, and are just like, man, I'll, I'll, can, I'll be here for you, whatever, you know, and so, um, and it's, get professional help, it's like, if you're in that, get professional help, it's not go tell your best friend, it's literally go get, like, some real help, you know, and, and it's going to do amazing things for you, because your real friend's not going to be able to know all the details to do, except for be there to support you. Yeah. And then, you know, so I think a lot of times that's what it is, you know, that uh, it is a cry for help in so many ways. Yeah, man, that's, that's crazy to think about. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I want to I talk a little bit about just like the, the, the cycles of, I, I think when there's, when there's, you know, when you're struggling with things or if there's, you know, you've got bad health, there's kind of the, the vicious cycle of it that is is a negative cycle um i remember i remember a couple times you know um when in i, I can't remember exactly when it was but i remember there was a time when you know you were dealing with a lot of things um, we were probably in our early 20s um but there would be times where i, I knew you were on medications for for certain mm -hmm. reasons and you would either run out or stop taking them and you'd have these almost blackouts oh yeah where there was there was a couple times where you know you'd get you know get up in someone's face try to fight someone do something and it was like i, I didn't and i remember like there were times when <coughs> i was i was the only one that could kind of get you out of that situation mm -hmm. it was like I, I know Bruce. I know he's not gonna, he's not gonna punch me. Let's get him out of here or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And but then I remember talking to you like the following day, and you, you'd be somewhat aware of what happened, and that you knew you did something stupid, so you'd call whoever it was and apologize. But you, I had like no recollection of what actually. Yeah. Happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember you telling me once that you. I mean, you you went like off the radar for like a week and a half. It was like during a spring break or something, and you just like detoxed yourself from all your medications. Yeah. yeah. And how yeah. Was, how was that? Was that? I mean, was that brutal to go through or? Oh yeah, dude. Because I took those stupid antidepressants for so long, and then <clears throat> and then I just was like, all right, I'm done with these, which was good. I think. I mean, I I never regret that decision ever, and it just made me sick. Like, I was just so dizzy and just, like, the best thing was, was just to kind of lay down, not be around anything, do anything, and 
it worked out and it got better. Like at first, I was like, oh my gosh, I, maybe I got to get him. And then lo and behold, I was just, after like a week or so later, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm good to go. <laughs> and I felt good and I've never looked back, that's yeah. for sure. So, yeah, so, that sucked though. It was kind of like you're winging somebody off of like heroin or drugs, you know? I'm like, yeah. dude, that's exactly what I was feeling. Like dizzy, shakes, you know, it was just like, oh. You know, that's crazy that it has those kind of chemicals in them, you know? Yeah. That just, like, alters your mind. Yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that I mean, that's kind of part of the cycle is, is that I was talking about is, you know, you were, you were depressed. Um, as part of, that, part of that coping mechanism, you, you know, you, you were taking pills and things for it, but you were also eating and, and doing all these things, and it was just kind of a negative spiral. Um, Contrast that to now, where you know you're you've lost a bunch of weight, you're you know you've got a good career, you're married. It's a, a complete 180, and it's a it's a positive cycle. Um, one of the things that's so frustrating for me in, in watching people is, you know, they get depressed, so they eat, and then they yeah. eat more because they're depressed, and then they gain weight, and they get more depressed, and then they you know. I'm overweight, so I can't get a date, or I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, change it. Yeah, you know, change that thing, and it turns into a positive cycle. You start losing weight, you gain more confidence. You gain more confidence, you start losing more weight. All of a sudden, you've made it. You know, you transformed your body. You can get dates, or you, you know, you got this positive attitude. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, now, now you're not taking any pills for your cholesterol or diabetes mm-hmm. or, or depression and it's all mm-hmm. because of some lifestyle changes yep um, yep how have you ha- i mean you, you've probably had clients and people you work with and yourself experience things like that yep um, you know can you can you expound on that a little bit of what you've seen yeah so i think the ultimate thing that i learned from chris and heidi too is um what you were talking about is is integrity and that's been the ultimate thing of like it's, it's falling through with your commitments because then that for you learn to love yourself you know and, and that's the biggest thing that we teach um to people is is making that simple commitment making that power promise that you can make like you were saying earlier about just picking something small and when you start to just like okay i'm gonna do five minutes a day right now and and keep that integrity to five minutes okay this next week now i'm gonna go up to ten you know, now I'm up to 20, and then before you know it, it's like, oh, wow, because I've been keeping integrity to myself, not to everybody else, but yourself, you obviously are starting to learn to love yourself a lot, you know, because you're yeah. starting to appreciate who you are, and and it's like, wow, this is what this feeling feels like, you know, because you tell people about it, but it's hard for them to really ex- believe it until they feel it, you know, and so, so it's like, when you keep your integrity, you freaking you you learn to love yourself because you look in the mirror and you see that you're following your words you're doing what you say you're going to do because so many times in when people have tried to do their diets or even when i'm off mine and i don't keep my integrity you don't like what you see in the mirror so therefore like everything else in your life is affected but when you clear and nobody's perfect you know yet the simple thing is confess reassess recommit and boom you're back in like you were saying if you eat off plan the next meal, you can be right back on plan. So people will tell me like, bam, oh, I just went off meal. I just went off plan. But I'm like pumped when they tell me that because I'm like, awesome. You're clearing your integrity. That means you're living with integrity because living with integrity is clearing your integrity. And it's like, 
bam, the next meal, you're good to go. You are good to go. Let's go to work. Or we say like, and then to reassess the situation, we'd be like, well, maybe what happened? What do you think it was? Well, I got stressed out from work. Da, da, da. Okay, well, let's let's try and go to, let's see if we can maybe, maybe a journal how you're feeling this next time instead of turning to emotional food, you know, and then, you know, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Try that out. Boom. And then it like solves a problem. Then they're like, wow, I finally have found a solution to not eating, emotional eating or something like I know. Where was I? Where did, what part did you lose? I was talking about integrity. I know that. Yeah, you're, you were talking about integrity. Um, and, and just I think the last part I heard was you said um, that, you know, when, when somebody resets their integrity. You know, oh, yeah. Like, go. yeah, one meal off and then you're back on with the next meal and just finding out solutions like reassessing the situation. And it works out perfect. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I love that. Um, yeah. It's, that's, that's kind of the, the key to everything, is just making, making little changes and, and progressing yeah. as you go, you know? Um, and, and, it, and it can definitely be hard sometimes to, to reset and, and keep that integrity, but it's... Exactly. Yeah, and I, I like, I, you know, I like some of the, the things you were saying about finding different ways rather than eating. Um, and one of the kind of one of the things that I do with my clients is I, I you know I say hey on a scale of one to ten, how strict were you on your diet this week? And if they say six, I don't go. Okay, yeah. This week you got to be ten. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like okay, you know, let's, yeah. let's take that up to a seven. Yeah, exactly. Because a six is more than what they were doing before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's better than a three. Well, exactly. And if, you, and if you make those incremental changes, it's it's gonna it's gonna prove benefits in the long run. Even if yep. it, even if for the next year you're only an eight, you're gonna mm -hmm. see, you're gonna see a ton of results. Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing that they gotta keep in perspective. When I when I first start with people, is I like to say, all right, hey, let's 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 start something simple. Because sometimes they come in, they're all or nothing, and I ask them how many. I'm like, how many times have you done all or nothing? You start off like day one, you're awesome. Day two, you're probably pretty good, but by day three, you're just like, oh crap. Yeah. So you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah. and that's perfect. And 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 we've talked about this before is that you got to kind of treat everybody a little bit different with their personalities mm -hmm. and how they do things. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a guy that he's he's a big guy. He's never really he's never really you know watched his weight or anything. But yeah. He's had, he's had a couple health scares. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, what do I do with this guy? Do we just give him some, you know, numbers and do this? It's like, well, no. But the first thing I told him was, I don't want, you know, until I tell you, I don't want you to weigh yourself. Exactly. Don't worry about that. We're not going to worry about your weight right now. We're going to worry mm -hmm. about you being more, more conscious and aware of what you're eating. And literally yep. right before you and I hopped on the phone, he sent me a screenshot of, something that he was buying at Costco. He's like, have you ever tried these? And it was, you know, a healthy, a healthy option for something. And it was yeah. like, it's like, exactly. You went from not giving a crap what you were putting in your body to now you're looking at labels and, and, and sending me messages about, hey, have you tried these? Should I try these? Yeah. these good? It's making you more aware and conscious of your food choices. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is which is a huge step for someone like that. 
Oh, and yeah. Like, okay. And, and now because, because you're starting to make those choices, maybe we can cut out something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we, we don't even track. Maybe we just say, hey, cut out this or that. For yep, now. exactly. Make it easy. And, you know, and, and over time, those incremental changes are going to lead to big progress. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Little baby steps. And it's amazing what that does. Because once they start to see it, that they can do that and believe in themselves and keep their integrity, it's like soon they're going to be a machine. You just got to step out of their way and just be like, they're just killing it. <laughs> yeah. You know and tell, what I mean? And tell, tell me, you probably experienced the same. I, I'll get messages or, or texts or things from, from people like that. They're, they're just, they're so pumped about yeah. something oh, yeah. they did. And it gets me jacked up, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, okay, like this might seem simple to you, but you just freaking got me fired up and now I'm going to yep. kill it. And, yep. then, and then because you get jacked up, they get jacked up and it's yep. like this, this positive cycle of just yep. getting pumped up. Yep. You just got constant <laughs> like goosebumps. It's like, yeah. it's just sweet because yeah. they're buying in and you're like, oh, they're doing transformation. Yeah. So, or, you know, I've had times where someone, you know, will shoot me a message on Instagram or a progress picture or something. Yeah. I was waiting for you to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I felt it coming, dude. And and they'll send it to me and I'll be like, dang, bro, you're looking good. Like, keep it up. And they're like, yeah. You know, they're like, well, you're the you're the reason I've, I've done this. Yeah. Because I've been following you and this and that. And it's like, what? Like, don't tell me that. Like, I just I just post this crap because. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? You know, and it's it's it's, it's fun to get inspired by people, and, and yeah, and they they don't realize that their hard work is inspiring us, and then in turn we're inspiring them. Yeah, it's 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 like you're like it helps you hold accountable. Yeah, you're like, oh, they're gonna wonder like, am I doing it? Am I, you know, what's going on? Because you don't want to ever not be like in shape, ready to roll now. You yeah. know, it's like yeah, you have to be. I don't want to let these people down. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, cool, man. Uh, I think I think I've covered most of, of kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today. Perfect. Um, the I guess get, I guess the last thing I, I kind of stole this from from um, uh, Danny Lennon and the Sigma Sigma Nutrition podcast, but he uh, he asks all of his interviews. You know, what's one thing that you that you would recommend that people do every day to better their lives not necessarily it doesn't have to do with diet or nutrition or anything just or or it can but what's one thing that you would recommend that people do on a daily basis to to better themselves um i think it's just get three positive comments into three random people by like 10 a.m i think that's a like because it makes you kind of forget about your problems your issues for a second you might actually lift somebody's spirits you know, so I think that's a, I think it's a good thing to do because a lot of times it, this, this is a, the world is a cruel world. So it's like, yeah, seeing more people being positive goes a long way because you, you walk down the street and not very many people say what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's the positive comment just to be like, Hey, well, how you doing, man? You know, at work or whatever. And it's like, Oh, Hey, Hey, what's up? You know, it's just, it's yeah. good. So, well, it's, and it's interesting too, because I mean, for, you talk about getting out of your comfort zone and things too. That's get, for me. That's something that would be like getting way out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I, yeah. I tech, I'm typically not very just like outgoing. And like yeah, like yeah. Saying hey, and even with like people I know, I'll see people I know at the grocery store, and I'm like, uh, yeah. I try to avoid them, but but I've I've started to try to change that and be like, you know what? 
I got to say hi to this person because I haven't seen yeah. him for a long time and it's going to yeah. be a little bit awkward, but whatever. I'll go say hi yeah. to Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. And it's funny because it usually will make my day. Exactly. Because it's like fun and like you never know what could happen, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, totally. Exactly. Totally. Cool, man. I love that. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, likewise, Stoke.